evening, I have some pretty awesome news. Uh, we were at uh, Disney this past weekend. So it's been universal for a while because COVID and then uh, we are our silver annual pass holders, which means that we're blocked out for the summer and it opened up the end of last week, the very end of last week. So we had scheduled. Now, usually what happens whenever we go to Disney is we just go you know a lot of times we'll plan it out so we don't schedule anyone or anything uh, and we know kind of which parks we want to go to uh, but honestly sometimes whenever we're on our way there we're just like let's go to this park no let's go to this one and we just change our mind but this one um, we had three days um, we had saturday sunday and monday that karen and i spent at the parks met up with shane on sunday it's the hollywood studios rich and luke stayed home and the whole reason we planned it was yesterday was Luke's birthday. Today's Gypsy's birthday. But yesterday was Luke's birthday. And his favorite park is Epcot. So we wanted to go to Epcot with him for his birthday. And he decided not to go. So Karen and I went instead. We did not cancel. We went because I'm going to be gone for two months. And I'm not going to be able to go to Disney for two months. And I needed to get my Disney fix in. Because it has been way too long since I've been to Disney. So what happens with the annual pass holders is you have to get on and register the days that you're going to go. You have to sign up ahead of time. Karen figured it out, and then I just tagged on with hers. Barry was going to come, and Rich and Luke were going to come, and it ended up just being girls the whole time. Well, except for Hades, but that's okay. Uh, and on Saturday, we went to Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom uh, is the zooey type one. It's super fun to go to. Uh, we took Ross. And we took uh, Gypsy, and it was just me and Karen. Uh, what we did is, uh, Karen has her Mercedes Sprinter, so we loaded up in the Sprinter. And Ross is Karen's Mal. Uh, this was her first big park adventure. Uh, Michael had started her training, what was that, back in April? March, somewhere around there, March or April, Michael um, Bellin had started Ross's training. And uh, whenever Karen was up for double gold school last month, they offered Karen Ross, um, Jackie and Michael had. So, uh, so Karen, Karen accepted, you know, she worked with her that week and she's doing really great with her. And she's been working with her really heavy in the roughly month that we've been home. So we, we brought her Animal Kingdom's Usually it's a little bit harder sometimes with the animals, but the crowds aren't as bad, but then the heat's bad because they keep that that's the hottest park of the four parks. Well, six if you count the water parks. Um, but we brought Ross and Gypsy. We like to bring a dog who's done it before, you know, stable dog, which is usually Holstein or Gypsy, sometimes Candy, um, with the people whenever we meet up with them, you know, with the new dogs for their first time. Uh, and we got there, our goal, they opened at eight. Our goal was to be there at eight. And I think we got there about eight 30, maybe nine o'clock. It wasn't that bad. Uh, we parked and because they're limiting to the number of people, there was plenty of spots in the handicapped area, which is nice. Uh, we got my wheelchair out. I noticed I was a little bit low on my battery juice. Uh, but we parked, we got, uh, we got in first, you go through temperature screen. So they, they scan you uh, with a um, thermal radiation to get your temperature. <laughs> but they scan your temperature, you're good, you can keep on going in. Um, Advent Health actually had the booths out and they were manning them. So you go through there and then you go through bag check 
And what I did with my chair is I got a backpack online I had seen in one of my uh, dysautonomia groups or one of my wheelchair groups, one or the other. I think it was dysautonomia that one of the girls had done a backpack uh, with, you know, like emergency med stuff. So I've been working on putting that together because I usually don't carry a purse, especially with a wheelchair. I'm not carrying a purse. And I have the pouch underneath and then I have the whatever the service dog has, but if the service dog has a harness on, I can't, you know, I can't really carry a lot of stuff with me. So uh, we, we get through bag check and then we get through the park. We made it. Uh, we went up, you know, into the park and it was so empty. It was really nice. I never see it that empty. Uh, you know, I kind of like it and think we need to keep it going this way. But we, uh, we go in and we walked over to the dino area with the girls. And we saw the Triceratops um, spin or Triceratops twirl. whatever. It's like the Dumbo rod, but it's with Triceratopses over in the Dumbo land. Or over in the Dumbo land, over in the dino land. Uh, and it wasn't a long wait. And so we went on that. And one thing that really impressed me is after the ride, after the people got off of the ride in front of us, okay, they went through and they cleaned everything they sprayed it and wiped everything off and then they sent it up to spin around to dry everything and then it came back down and then they loaded us on so i thought that was really super you know i think disney went above and beyond with that because uh, you know you could just spray it down or you could say okay the odd numbered um things now the even numbered things now the odd numbered things and hope um or even spray and, and send but to, to do all that i really liked um they got us on we shared the same dinosaur. Karen sat up front and I sat in the back. We got some pictures and video. That was Ross's very first ride. And why we like to do the Dumbo type ride is it's the closest thing to flying we can get. You know, we try to chunk it and put different things together. So this was what that is, right? So that was the first thing was, you know, how are you going to do with this? And, and Ross did fine. You know, Gypsy kind of fell asleep like Gypsies do. Uh, but we didn't go up and down, you know, maybe next time we do it, we'll go up and down. And maybe the third time we do it, we'll go up, down, up, down, up, down. Uh, because if we can do that really fast and crazy, well, that's going to be similar to what a bad takeoff or landing could be. Right. And we want to, uh, get her as a calm, uh, acclimated to that as possible. So we did that. Uh, and then we walked around, we walked past the Yeti Mountain roller coaster. I don't do roller coasters. Uh, Karen likes roller coasters, but the line was too long. So she didn't want to wait for that. And we kept going. Uh, we decided we wanted to go uh, to the railroad, to Rafiki area. Okay. So we go back to the railroad and we, uh, we got in. Um, we went to... Uh, went to the back, so they got their first train ride, which was a little teeter-totter-ish and a little rumbly-ish, right? But it worked out really good. And we got back there. Uh, we were going to check it out. We Sometimes I'll just ride it in a loop, but because of everything that they were doing, you can't ride it in a loop, which is fine. We were going to walk back there anyway and just see what they were doing. Guess what they are doing in the back where Rafiki area is. So they had, uh, I think, a goat out for the petting zoo. But... And now imagine how happy this made me. Uh, they had the animators out. So you go into the building back there and they have animators there, I don't know, every half hour, every hour drawing something new. Yeah. So guess what we were going to do? We were going to spend the whole day there. 
Uh, but instead we, we did, we watched them doing um, the sea turtles from Nemo, um, Crush and Squirt. We watched them drawing them, you know, while we sat outside and waited and really nice. One of the employee, well, one of the cast members came up and asked if, if, if she can get water for her dogs and she was very insistent. We were like, no, they're good. They just pee. They just drink water. You know, they'll get some water when we're done with this. They're good. Um, and she, I, I can bring it. It's not a problem. If you need any, you just let me know, like super nice. Uh, and then it was our turn to go through. So we went in my chair. I told you it was running low already because we forgot to charge it the night before. And usually it's good for a while, but I don't know when the last time I had charged it was. And, you know, I do take it out with me. So needed to charge it up. As we're walking in, ours was going to be Hopper from Bugs Life, the bad guy, the, the um, grasshopper, Hopper, duh, get it. Uh, that's who we were going to draw. So as we were walking in with the dogs, uh, they were going to seat us over on one side and Karen had seen that there was a, an outlet. And so she asked if we could plug in the wheelchair. So we plugged it in and then I moved to a normal chair just because I had the wheelchair parked to the side and I wanted to face to the front. Uh, the girls laid underneath the, you know, the chairs and just rested and slept for the whole time we were in there. So we did our drawings uh, and then we rode the train back. Um, a girl, the girls tanked up. We offered them water as often as we could. Basically, if we saw a bathroom or a water fountain, we'd say, huh, see if they want some. Uh, I had a uh, dog bowl, water bowl thing. It's a weird, it's not one of those silicone pop-up things like I usually use. Uh, instead, it's much bigger, and we had got it from IACP conference last year. Boldly Design was there. So we had got that and, um, and used that. You know, it's it's much bigger so both dogs can stick their heads in together. Uh, you know, watching for where the um, potty break areas were. You know, that, that could be a little difficult. Sometimes kids like to play on them. But in Animal Kingdom, you know, I know where they're at. So we, we pottied them and uh, Karen was going to go on the safari ride with Ross. Now that's a great one for the dogs to experience because uh, you sit up front and they have to be in a down so you or a down stay type of thing so you they give you an extra leash you loop it through and you attach it to the dog's harness or flat collar or whatever uh just just so the dog can't get out right and go after the the giraffes and the lions so she did that one and while i love the safari ride and i wanted to do it as well my back has been bothering me uh with spasms is what the doctor had called it um he had given me some muscle relaxants which i'm taking whenever i'm done with this webinar and uh, told me to heat it. I didn't want to go on the bouncy uh, safari ride. I didn't think that would help my back because um, I, I get spasms just sitting here. Luckily, I haven't had one yet um, during a webinar. But I've, I've had phone calls and I've had video sessions with clients. Luckily, Rich has been there. And I just I have to pause for a few minutes while I let the spasm go. And it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I, instead, I went to first aid to see if they had one of those heating pads, heating things that you just, you know, put on whatever hurts you and it provides heat for six to eight hours. They didn't, but I ended up talking to the to them for a while while Gypsy and I just hung out in the AC, uh, seeing what people were coming in with, uh, you know, tripped and fell, uh, blisters, headache, headache, um, bloody nose. You know, it, it was kind of neat to see what what's going on and, and how it's handled and all. Uh, and then Karen met up with me again. We went to, uh, there's a place that does gluten-free churros on the way to Pandora, except we had, would have to wait. And we had to be home 
uh, because we had a, um, Gracie was leaving at four. So we got there at, I guess it probably around nine o'clock, but we had to leave. Uh, we had to be here at four. So we figured we had to leave by about two. It was about an hour to get home and whatever else. So instead of eating at the park, uh, there's a really good wing stop on um, Wings of Winter Garden and a really good Mexican restaurant beside it. Um, Taco Notino, I believe. So we stopped there and we got wings. The girls came out, tucked under, ate with us. Well, we ate. They slept. Um, but it was great. Got up and, you know, refilled the water cups. Uh, and, and the dogs just slept the whole time. So we got home. We did Gracie's Go Home. What was our takeaway from Animal Kingdom? Uh, they are totally set up for this. You know, they have it working very well uh, between the cleaning the rides, which we loved. Um, the safari ride had plastic sheeting between each row, clear sheeting so you can see through, but still plastic sheeting. Um, and they were only seating every other row. So that, how freaking awesome is that? Uh, there were hand wash stations set up all over the park, and along with sanitizer things all over the park, you know, with the hand wash stations and on their own. So you, and they were automatic. So you just put your hand on anything and, you know, some water out or some hand sanitizer out to you. And it was more of a gel sanitizer than just, you know, alcohol. You know, here you go. It's a bunch of alcohol. It's, it's fine, even though it leaked all over now. Uh, I love that there's not a lot of crowds. You know, that's super awesome. Um, but there were a lot of employees and a lot of employees cleaning up. Most cast members, cast members cleaning up. So I really, really like that. Disney was really on top of everything. Everyone wore masks. The um, cast members who were the ride attendants and then the cleaner ones a lot of times would have the face shields and the masks. So I really like that. Um, they could not have been any nicer. Um, we didn't have any problems with the, the team members, the cast members. Uh, Karen did have somebody asking about Russell. What's wrong with you that you need a dog? And that was not fun. Um, but she handled it well. She handles things like that well, but you still need to prep for it, right? So what are you going to do when somebody comes up and they say, well, why do you have that dog here? What's wrong with you? You just tell none of your business what's wrong with me, which is why the wheelchair is nice, except people see me getting out and I'm sure they think, oh, faker, and that's not the case at all. That's not the case. Okay. Um, what came next? So we got home. Gracie went home. That was fantastic. We had the leftover wings later on. I love wings. Uh, Sunday, we went to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Again, Rich and Luke didn't want to go. We had stuff going on here. I wasn't going to complain too much. They worked the dogs while we were gone. So if not, it was going to be us work the dogs, go to the park, come home and work the dogs again. And while it still was, they still had Rich and Luke here the entire time. And that means that Karen and I got to stay out a lot longer because usually we're gone for tops of four to five hours which I mean, heck, a good shopping session could be four to five hours, but you know, it works. So we get to Hollywood Studios. Um, the park opened at 10. We were there at 10. <laughs> we were there at 10. Um, we left, I think around six. Well, six o'clock Lola came in. So yeah, we were on our way home whenever she came in. So we left probably around 5.30. So still seven and a half hours. So this day we brought um, Diana and we brought Siren. And that's all we brought. And why we brought the puppies where they need the exposure and Gypsy and Ross needed a break, okay? And this is one thing that whenever you go and you stay at the parks, you can't do. You can't do seven hour days with the dogs at the park for three or four or five days or a week and expect them to do well. Even if, well, they're just lying underneath my feet all day long, they're still exhausted at the end of it, okay? So having that day in between really helps. So on Sunday, we went with Diana and Siren and they had the stroller. 
So Karen has the stroller for them. They probably won't fit next time we go to the park. I know they won't fit next time we go to the parks because uh, it won't be until I get back uh, that we want to go with the two of them and, and they're going to be too big for it. They're kind of already too big for it. Uh, we noticed a few things that were different. So first, let me tell you what all we did and probably tell you what's going on in between there. Uh, so we go in, we were going to go do, uh, we tried to get the Rise of the Resistance uh, group seating because they open it up at 10 and 2. We couldn't get to 10 o'clock. So, okay, if we're still here at 2, we'll try to get to 2 o'clock when I set an alarm on my phone. Uh, we went to Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railroad. That line was entirely too long for us to stand in. Uh, so we went over to potty the dogs. Usually there's a dog potty station across from the One Man's Dream Theater. There wasn't. Now I had tra charged up my, my chair so I could roll all over the park. It didn't matter. But it wasn't there anymore. They've moved it down on the way into Toy Story Land. But we didn't know that. And the guy who was there didn't know that. We just asked where the potty area was. He didn't know. So we pottied the girls over there. It was just a little bit of mulch. It worked. And then we went into One Man's Dream, uh, which is great. It has stuff from Disney's history, you know, from Walt's history and in the future on what's going to happen so it's really cool and then the movie they show a movie it's about 10 minute movie um maybe 11 or 12 minutes but it's around 10 minutes and sometimes it's the history of disney and i love it whenever it's the history of walt you know just hearing that and hearing it this time with karen some things really spoke to me in nipopo our bible basically is the talent code and one of the things in the talent code if you haven't read it get it on audible because it's easier to listen to than it is to read but one of the things is about having struggle whenever you're young right that you have to survive that struggle and climb your way out of it right and that things don't come easy and if it comes easy to to you if you you know how many times you hear it you know it's the scrappy youngster that that you know ends up being amazing where you know this kid who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth wasn't Right. So you really you need that struggle. You need that adversity to to rise ahead, rise above and, and get ahead. OK. And he had that when he was young. You know, his father had had failed businesses. Uh, you know, he was up at what did they say, three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning to deliver papers, even in the cold. Uh, it was in uh, name of the city begins with an M. Mascaline, Mascadoon, something like that in Missouri. I'm thinking, wait, I've been in Missouri now multiple times. Um, now, sometimes it's that movie and sometimes it's, you know, a trailer for whatever movie's coming out next. Well, it like I said, love it whenever it's about Walt. So we sat and we watched that and that was good for the girls. Now we sit in the back because of the wheelchair and the service dogs. Um, I'm not going to pay $7.50 to go to the movie theater with a dog when I don't know how they're going to do. So I can take them to Disney, and if they do good at Disney, well, that's a good thing. And if they can do good at some of these 10-minute movies, that's even better, okay? So that's kind of our first foray into how are they going to do whenever it's time to just sit and do nothing for 10 minutes. And then 10 minutes can become an hour, which can become two hours, and it can become a half a day, then it can become a whole day. So we watched that. We came out, met up with Shane. Uh, we were going to go into the launch bay just to, you know, check the stuff out. Well, of course, it was closed, and it's now a what do they call them they have them at all of the parks um like a rest area basically where you can sit and take your mask off and even with the music pumping in the background how they pump it at disney you know and you hear music stuff uh they'd have an announcer come on saying you know you must wear your masks at all times if you 
want to eat or drink, you have to get your food and sit down and then you can remove your mask to eat your food and drink your drink. Otherwise, you can't walk and eat or drink with your mask off because, you know, people. Uh, so we went um, in front of Launch Bay. They have the kids like the dance session thing. And then they have setups for pictures. Well, they're not doing any character photos. And so they did a cavalcade. And we saw a couple of them, which was pretty cool. But uh, they have these areas set up uh, that are have these beautiful um, decorations and stuff, right? Because it's for where they do pictures with the characters. So what we've done before, whenever we get there and there's no characters, is we go over and we do pictures. So we went over, we watered the girls, we got pictures of the girls. Um, Hades was there, we got some pictures of Hades. Uh, and, and so that was fun, a nice little impromptu photo session. Uh, we headed back through Toy Story area uh, over to Star Wars. Because, you know, Star Wars, we had to go over there. Um, Shane got a disability access pass to go to uh, Smuggler's Run, which is the Millennium Falcon ride. And I hadn't done it yet. Shane had done it in California and Karen had done it there before, but I had not done it yet. So we had to go get Karen and I added to Shane's disability access pass so we can all use it because we weren't added to Shane's yet. So we ate. Um, there's uh, the docking bay had something gluten-free. So you have to order. Here's one of the things you have to do at, at Disney. You have to order on the app. Okay. And then whenever it's ready, then you can go in and pick up your food and they'll seat you. And then you can take off your mask and you can eat. And then of course there's, I think two or three different hand sanitizing stations on the way out, but that was good. So we got this amazing, I think it was the Endor chicken salad and uh, Karen got it and I got it. Shane got the blue milk from the the other place, right? And then she, she brought it over and, and she got this big container of it along with the cup. So she had a few cups of the, and she let us have some and it was amazingly good. I need to get that, especially when Rich and Luke are here because they were gonna love it. Uh, but we, we sat in there in the air conditioning for a while. The puppies were in their stroller sleeping. And when Hades came in, so Hades is Shane's uh, standard poodle. Uh, he just laid down at our feet and slept. He could not have been any better if he tried. He was amazing. Uh, now Shane's in a wheelchair as well, but hers is a manual. Um, she also has a smart drive on it. And then mine's the one from uh, Fold and Go wheelchair. So it's fully electric, uh, but I can make it manual if I want to. I just can't push myself because the wheels are little. Um, but with two wheelchairs there and then the stroller, Karen pushing the stroller, you know, they did amazing. And the nice thing with the stroller with the service dogs is people don't always see them right away and they can't come over and touch them. So it makes it a lot nicer for the girls to get to experience everything. And, you know, Karen, the only time I push the girls, because it's hard to push them because the stroller, you kind of need the two hands, but the wheelchair, I need one hand. So it's, it's hard to push, but I did, I was able to get them from whenever we got the food to sitting down. And then they did bust the table for us because I was going to go, you know, in the chair and drop off the food. And uh, no, they, they bust it for us. And they sanitize, you know, we, we'd see them cleaning off the tables and then, you know, sanitizing, wiping off everything. And again, it's Disney, guys. That's what I like to see. Uh, went over, because it was Luke's birthday uh, the next day. Uh, I had asked him what he wanted for his birthday and he wanted the Sith robes, the black, basically the black Jedi cape. So I went over and I got that for him and I got myself. I have to get a cosplay costume ready for when cosplays open up again. Uh, so I got myself a black um, tunic, an over tunic. 
uh, Sith over tunic. So I have to put together a costume for that. And of course, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, so we got those. Uh, I'm carrying the bag around on my lap for a while. And then I got the brilliant idea to hook it to the back of the chair with a carabiner. Mm -hmm, I'll tell you about that and why that didn't work out very good. Uh, but we went up to, they were, we were told Rise of the Resistance would have uh, the guest relations there so we can get added to Shane's Disability Access Pass, but it wasn't. And they said we had to go to Toy Story area. Okay, so we go to Toy Story area. Now, between Star Wars and Toy Story area, right as you're leaving Toy Story, there's a P area for the service arc, well, potty area, not just P. And it was AstroTurf, right? So we go there, and the girls were, like, whimpering in the stroller so we had to get them out and potty them and they peed and they peed and they peed and they peed and as soon as they were done they start dancing and Karen and I kind of look at each other like, what are they doing the astroturf was super hot now most service dogs whenever they go out we didn't see any service dogs at Animal Kingdom we didn't see any service dogs at studios but in the summer in Florida they wear booties okay so if you're coming to Florida for anything in any hot month or period, just bring your dog booties because it makes it easier. Whenever they come in for board and train, sometimes I have extra booties, but not always. Like booties get worn out, they get misplaced. I lend them to people, I give them to people and I don't see them again. So if you're sending your dog, if you're bringing your dog, if you're traveling with your dog, bring booties. So we did not have booties because they're puppies and they were in the stroller, but we didn't even think that we might need booties for potty breaks. And, and so the AstroTurf was way too hot. Um, of course, they didn't burn their paws or anything. They're fine. But, you know, with them dancing, we're like, holy moly. So we scooped them up. Uh, and we did let them know as we were leaving, they were asking if, if everything was great. And Karen said, actually, uh, that one potty area for the service dogs with the AstroTurf, you need a, something overhead, one of those sails or something, because it was way too hot. And if you're going to make it AstroTurf and not grass and dirt, you know, you need to watch it. Uh, so, so we walked over by one man's dream. No, nothing, you know, through Toy Story, we didn't see anything for guest relations. I kind of wanted to do the alien saucer spin and it wasn't a long wait, but again, my back had been spasming all day and I just didn't think it would be really good. Plus we had the puppies and, you know, I didn't think it'd be a really smart idea for me to be on that ride yet, but I will get on that ride eventually because I love that type of stuff. So we, we start walking towards the front. And in front of the theater, the main theater, the Chinese theater, uh, off to the side, that's where a guest relations tent was. So we went over and we are all added to Shane's disability um, access pass and he updated the times for us. So then we had headed back to the Star Wars area. Again, Shane and I are wheeling, Karen's walking the dogs, poor Karen. She really got her steps in and her arm workout that day. Um, we go back there. And we did the Millennium Falcon, the Smuggler's Run. And that, guys, was amazing. First, the whole queue experience is fantastic, right? And we get there, and they have seven pods. Each of them can seat up to six. Now they're all, they used to fill them up. Now they're just putting in each group gets its own. So there were three of us, you know, me, Shane, and, and Karen. So we got a whole pod to ourselves. And there's two positions for pilot, there's two positions for engineer, and there's two positions for something else. Engineer, pilot, shooter, gunner. Gunner was the other one. I have a dog named Gunner, and how did I not remember that? So I, again, they, they've done it before. I haven't, and I got to be a pilot. I got the left-right pilot. Karen was the uppy-downy pilot. Uh, Shane was a gunner, 
And then the um, the engineer was the repair crew, right? And we had that on auto. And that was, it was fantastic. And the dogs, they had a crate. They had set up a crate for Hades. So they popped Hades into a crate. I liked it because it was covered. And then the girls were in their stroller with the netting on it. And the cast member stood and, and kept watch over them while we were in there. And as he, I don't know if, I assume they were bringing people in because I guess the pod and it goes around. So by the time the four and a half minutes or five minutes or whatever long it is, is up, you know, you're ready to switch out for the next person. Um, okay, you yeah, know, that works. But it was super awesome. Um, the dogs did great. And then there's an elevator right there for us to go down. And yeah, because our wheelchairs were blocking it. So they couldn't have, they, no one else could have got in there. So I guess that area was shut down while we were using it, which means our dogs were good. Like nobody's going to walk by and stick their fingers in or be weird. Um, and we exited, the exit was a little bit confusing, but it worked. Uh, but we exited that area and, and just the experience, I cannot wait to go back there and do the Millennium Falcon again. You know, the Smuggler's Run, it was just so cool. Rich and Luke are going to really love it. Uh, so we did that. Uh, Karen then decided she wanted to get one of the blue milks. So we went over, she got a blue milk and I got Luke and I a t-shirt and then, um, something else for him for his birthday. Uh, they had the stormtroopers come out and then Kylo Ren came out. So you got to see them like they'd be walking around up top, but they didn't inter intermingle like they usually do. Uh, we were getting pictures with Shane and Hades, her poodle, uh, with the stormtroopers. And <laughs> the comment was, I don't know what that thing is, but it's, I'm glad that you tamed it. <laughs> so we thought that was funny. Um, Karen lifted up both dogs and we got a picture of both the dogs with the stormtroopers. <laughs> you know, stormtroopers are in a distance, but still, you know, you, you take what you can get. And, and we, we, we took it. Um, we walked out again. We stopped at um, the Star Wars, um, Star Tours ride, you know. Um, we stopped there and we did that. And there was some confusion. Hades was created, but they didn't understand that the girls had to go too. Um, maybe they thought that it was a normal stroller that we just didn't leave in the stroller park. I don't know. But uh, Karen said, no, like the dogs have to go too. Now at this place, they wanted a cast member per dog. So three cast members were in there watching the three dogs uh, while I went and I parked my uh, wheelchair and, and we got set up that way. Um, Shane's, they, she loaded in and they took her wheelchair out and then they met her because they had to go a different way to go get the dogs. Okay. Uh, but they, they did that and then we went down below and we shopped a little bit and... Oh, and we also hit up a movie. Um, there's a new movie, a Mickey and Minnie vacation movie. Um, and that was really cute. So we did that with Hades and the girls and they did really good. Uh, now, again, 10 minutes of air conditioning. I'm not going to say no. Uh, but during that time, it hit two o'clock while we were there. It hit two o'clock. And this was on our way back to do the, the smugglers run. We, Karen and I are both on our phones during the movie you know, watching it as soon as it hit two o'clock, we are on there trying to get, you know, our passes for Rise of the Resistance and we couldn't get them. You know, it was just, it wasn't fast enough and we didn't get them. So that was, that was disappointing because I really would like to do that. Um, but you know what? There's always next time or the time after or the time after, you know, Studios has been my favorite park before it was all Star Wars-y stuff. You know, I liked it because I could go and do the animation stuff and draw and it's an easy park to park in and to get in and out of. Uh, you know, it's, it's usually not as busy. Um, I really, it's, it's always been my favorite park. And Christmas time, they used to have the wonderful lights. 
uh, it's just, there's always neat stuff to do. The Beauty and the Beast show, I don't think they're doing that anymore. Uh, but again, hand wash stations all over, a lot of employees all over. Now we did stop, um, Karen and I on the way out and we got Starbucks. Uh, we got, she got a coffee drink. I got my frozen chai and we got puppuccinos for the girls and we got a tall glass of ice water. Do you know how nice that is to get a giant tall glass of ice water? Uh, and trying to juggle all that stuff with the cart and the wheelchair. Oh my gosh. So we walked across where that big fountain is, you know, right across from Starbucks there. Um, we sat, well, she, I was already sitting, but she sat on the, on the bench there and, and we, we take the masks off and we're drinking and cast members are coming up and asking about the dogs and we're talking to them and, you know, they kept a nice distance, which was good, but there was no problems, you know, no problems whatsoever. So that was very good. I really like that. Uh, you know, no one asked us to put our masks up. No one said, oh, what are you doing? So even after the drinks were done, we were still just talking and I had to put my mask up right away. Again, there were no comments, no questions, nothing. So that was perfect. Uh, but they were asking about the girls, about service dogs. You know, we're telling them that they're three months old. And then, you know, they had breakfast. We had worked them for breakfast beforehand. But now we're hitting 4.30, 5 o'clock-ish. And we wanted to work them again for their dinner before we headed home so we we've got one of the boxes not one of the boxes like we make made out of wood but a fabric box the cube ones that you put in you know the little cube things and then you could put stuff in them i keep my jammies in it in my closet because it's easier than having a dresser in there uh, but anyway karen had brought one of the cubes so we were doing cube and we got box work at studios we got pictures we got some video of the girls doing box work at studios how cool is that i was really happy uh and they, they did great you know the girls loved it and by then the ground had cooled off enough we didn't have to put anything underneath them uh you know i wore flips because i have my my wheelchair i don't have to have shoes on for the whole day so i just i bring my flips and then i can kick them off and feel how hot it is um but yeah they they did great with that and then we were going to take them over to the potty area because uh, there's a potty area right by the entrance so i just i picked up one of them and i just wheeled and so she got to go for a little ride down main street and she did great and that's a great thing to expose the dogs to uh, we potted them and as we're leaving we get right past right past the security guard there and my wheelchair starts veering to the left i didn't know why my wheelchair was veering to the left i'm trying to go right and it's trying to go left and i'm trying to go right um, yeah, it turns out that my great idea of putting the bags on the back with the carabiner, the carabiner, something happened and the tire, the bag got a hole in it. The tire ended up on the robe that I got for my son for his birthday and kind of pilled it and shredded it a little bit. So I said to the guy, I know I was just here and I know that it's not because it's a fault of the garment, but I said, I was getting this for my son's birthday. Is there any way Disney magic can happen and I can get this swapped out? And he said, yeah, go, go in and see what they'll do for you. He says, you just left. And I said, you saw me just leave. Yeah. Like I didn't get 10 feet away from you. So yeah. So he, he let me go back in. I didn't have to go around and go through bag check and everything else again. He just let me go back in with it. Uh, Karen was going to come with me and I said, you know, get the girls out to the car with the air conditioning. It's easier. And I guess she was loading up. She had people coming and approaching the van, taking pictures of the inside of her van because the, the puppies were in there. You know, it's a little bit scary. So we need to work on, on what to say whenever people are just being rude, you know, um, 
things that you don't know until this happens. Because the same thing happened in Birmingham on the way home uh, from Missouri last time. We're at the hotel and we're working the puppies and the car's open facing away from us. And we hear people talking and they're talking to the dogs in the car. It's like, get away from there, please. Go away. Leave me alone. So we, I, I went and I asked, I, I checked in again. I used my magic man. I checked into the park again and I, I mentioned what had happened. And they said, well, you can go to guest relations. Um, but I don't know if someone in the back can run the cape out to you. So it might be better for you to just go to the back to the store that you got it from and see. And I said, that's fine. So I wheeled back there. Remember, I had a full charge. I wheeled all the way back there and, I, and there was no problem. They actually went in the back and got one that was already wrapped up in plastic, which was nice because the folding job on the first time was terrible. And then, you know, Swap the Dot gave it to me and I wheeled up and I got caught by a cavalcade. So I got a video of it. Uh, we had seen one earlier with the dogs. Um, so that was fun. We got a video of that too. Uh, and I got out there and we were done. We were so done. Uh, so that night on the way home, we stopped and picked up some frozen pizza that was gluten-free for us and for the boys. And we got home and found out that they had gone to Chinese instead. Um, studios, let's see. Big things at studios. Again, people out there cleaning all the time. Uh, having the hand wash stations and the hand sanitizer stations everywhere. Uh, you know, for the movies that we went and we sat in at, uh, they made you sit apart from each other. I don't think they had the plastic things but they did say if you're in a group of more than four split up so it's only four people sitting together um you know just very clean very nice i liked it a lot uh, and then yesterday was epcot and we brought again we brought a ross and gypsy uh this time instead of bringing gypsy's vest she doesn't usually wear a harness. She's more of a vest girl. Uh, I, I put the vest on the back of my wheelchair and instead I brought uh, her cooling vest. Now the cooling vest, you can't really use it indoors because it, you soak it with water and then it, it evaporates and it's nice on your dog, right? It's cooling vest for your dog. And it's basically full body. It's collar to butt, you know, and it wraps around and there's a chest piece. So you get that thing wet um, sometimes what I'll do, you know, the plastic ice cream pails that you get like five gallons of ice cream in, you can fill that up with water in your car. Now you don't want warm water. So fill it up before you go or put an air conditioner thing on it and you can go there and then dip it in there. So if you're going to maybe a park or, you know, an outdoor event, dip the thing in there, let it soak up as much as possible and then put it on your dog. Um, but we did not do that and we're not using up all of our water bottles whenever there's a bathroom right inside the park. So I had put it on her, her vest was behind me, uh, Ross was vested up, and as, and I'm in my wheelchair, gotta mention that, because again, the vest was behind me. So we go to the first uh, checkpoint at Epcot, which was the temperature check. We get through the temperature check now, have I said that I'm in my wheelchair? And Gypsy is healing beautifully at my side, uh, and she's not in a service dog vest, and a woman comes up to me, and she says, Excuse me, I have to ask, is that a service dog or a service dog in training? She's a service dog. What task or work has she been trained to do? She does light mobility and she does medical response. And she goes, oh, I see the vest now. You're good. You can go through. And as Karen and I discussed it later, the vest shouldn't make a difference. Now, I've been there before with dogs who aren't vested. They're harnessed, though, right? 
Uh, I've had Candy and her mobility harnesses. Django has a mobility harness. You know, so we've been there with harnesses and Candy's boldly designed harness doesn't have anything on there about being a service dog, but it is a pretty, you know, badass looking black leather harness. But Gypsy was just in a, a cooling jacket. So I'm gonna mm, see if I wanna sew patches on it or if I wanna see if that getting it embroidered, you know, with service dog. Uh, but yeah, that was the first and only time we were stopped by Disney Cast, as opposed to Universal, where every time we go, they ask us if the dog's a service dog required because of a disability and what task or work has the dog been trained to perform. And you know what, guys? I don't mind when you ask, but ask everybody. So they didn't ask Karen, they just asked me. And the whole thing is if it's not obvious, well, they could say, well, I see that the dog has service dog written on his vest. Well, I could write Supreme Leader of the Universe on my shirt. It doesn't make it so, okay? Same thing with the service dog. You can buy service dog paraphernalia on Amazon. It does not make it so. It does not make your dog a service dog if you have all this stuff on your dog, okay? So that was a little strange, but we went through, um, went, stopped at the bathroom, soaked hers, uh, got them water, you know, and then we were good to go. And now I didn't mind an outdoor park like that if if she walks around and, and she leaves water because, you know, like her vest is cooling. It works. Uh, so what all did we do? We went to um, Starship Earth, Spaceship Earth, or Starship Earth. It's a good band. Um, Spaceship Earth. And we did that ride. Uh, they did great. The girls did great. Uh, got off the ride and I had a hip spasm, which wasn't fun, but at least they had stopped the conveyor belt. So I kind of limped over to my chair and tried to get rid of the pain from that. Uh, we went back to, I don't know what it is. It's a little rest area between Mexico and the entrance. Okay. If you go the normal way, but this is, you know, the, the secret one, and there's bathrooms over there. And then they have the whole, what Epcot's looking at into the future. So we sat in there, we fixed booties, and it was just, it was nice. I like seeing what's going on there. And it's just nice, cold, air-conditioned, it worked. Uh, Mexico, we got a margarita. And then we, we ducked out where Donald ducked us his photos. We hung out over there for a while, probably 15 or 20 minutes, um, drinking those margaritas. And um, then we got pictures of the dogs, because it was me, right? Uh, we walked over, potty the girls. Um, a couple times, you know, we tried to potty them quite a bit because it was just so hot and we were watering them so much, which means that if you're watering them so much and they're not peeing, there's something wrong. So if you're watering your dog so much, the dog needs to be peeing so much. Okay. Uh, we went to America. We went to America. We weren't in America already. We went to America. Uh, we got a turkey leg and that was good. Uh, and we got a cup of water, but we also traveled, I forgot to mention this, with a frozen water bottles. So when we had the girls, we would put a frozen water bottle in with them to sit on and to cool cool them off. Well, we can't really do that with Ross and Gypsy. Um, but we, 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 you know, kept them as cool as we could. Uh, but we had our own water there too. So we had water, we had packs and body armors, we had liquid IVs. I had a, an extra bottle of water, uh, attached to my chair because it's kind of like working as a camel now. Um, eight, you know, we, we really took our time doing it. It's a barbecue place by America. Then we we're going to check out the America 
um, show, but that wasn't for about 45 minutes and we didn't want to wait around just for that show for 45 minutes, even though, again, it would be nice in the air conditioning. Uh, so we kept going and we got over to the boat in Morocco and we took the boat across. So that was Ross's first boat ride and it was nice. It was super. She did very well. Um, trying to maneuver getting onto the boat with Gypsy and then off of the boat with Gypsy, it, it can be a little bit confusing but it worked out really well. Gypsy's a, a trooper at this. She turned three today. Today's her birthday. She turned three today. Uh, so, you know, happy birthday, Gyps. And, you know, she knows what to do in these situations. She doesn't have a problem. Whereas Candy and Django might be like, I don't want to walk behind you. You might leave me. I might fall into the water. You know, it could be a little bit strange. But Gypsy's my, you know, more of a rock for that type of stuff. So we, uh, we, we take the boat across. And we fought, made our own potty area because they didn't have any over there. Um, but we went to, what is that? Living with the land in the lands pavilion. Uh, we went in there and they used to have a Timon and Pumbaa say, circle of life show. And they have a new show. And if you watch Modern Family, it is Phil Dumphy, who's the real, the dad and the realtor, um, he does it, and it's about how America, or about Earth, you know, like, here we have the, the grass plains, and here we have the cold, if you like it cold, like, kind of a real Tarasque, and I, who's that voice, who's that voice, it was him, and again, the girl settled beautifully, uh, Ross, I believe that's where she lost a booty, and Gypsy picked it up and gave it to us, so that was super, but we did that movie, and then we went down the escalator, now, this is Ross's first escalator, and she was like, mm-mm, and Karen's like, too bad, we're going on it. And that's what you have to do sometimes with the dogs whenever they say, uh-uh. So I took the elevator down with Gypsy. Karen took the escalator down because, again, wheelchair. I can't take an escalator with the wheelchair. Uh, and, and I said, how'd she do? And she said, well, you know, she wasn't too happy. So I said, what are you going to do? She goes, I'm going to do it again. So she went up the escalator. Then she had to walk all the way around the building. And she went down the escalator. And I got a video of that. And we did the Living with the Lands um, boat ride at the bottom there. And that was neat. While, well, while we were over walking through China, we saw a little purse dog being carried, like a little chihuahua type dog. While we were in, I believe it was Italy, there was a woman walking with a mixed pit breed. Um, and the dog saw us and went ballistic and tried to get to us. I mean, we've seen worse. But mm, come on now. And she didn't know what to do with it. And of course, our dogs ignored and, and kept going. Uh, while we were waiting on living with the lands, because uh, they asked if I wanted to take my wheelchair on board. And I said, well, now I do. You know, I wasn't going to, but yes, please. You know, I'd like to try that. So we were waiting and a woman came and she had a dog stroller and a dog bag. And so she had a dog in a dog bag. So that was kind of neat, you know, another small one. And then we saw a beautiful golden retriever. Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And he wanted to come, I think, say hi and play with the girls really bad, but he he didn't. Uh, and then it was our turn. And so you just wheel on. I figured that they'd have to put, you know, when you do the boats, they have to put the transfer, I guess, out for you. Um, with, with this one, no, you just, you, you really just wheel on. And so you wheel on and then you have to get organized and situated. Well, that was a little bit odd with the service, well, two service dogs, because Karen and Ross have gone on too. So I just kind of like got up and shifted it. It's a 50 pound wheelchair. I can do that, which is why I got this wheelchair. 
you know, it's only 50 pounds. So I, I maneuvered it. So we did living with the lands and they had the plastic partitions, which was great. Getting on the ride, getting off the ride in the queue for the ride, you know, multiple spots. They had the hand sanitizer stuff. So then it was time to get off. And so we got off and Soren was right there. And so there was a 10 minute wait. So I said to Karen, do you want to do Soren? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to use the bathroom and I'm going to, you know, get some training with Gypsy. So if you want to do Soren and see how Ross does with the crate, because that's another part of it, is if you don't ride or swap, which would mean I hold on to both dogs, you have to use the kennel. And we want to see how she'll do. And I guess she stood up for a little bit and then she laid down and she did fine. So they did that. I worked with Gypsy. Uh, kids are walking by and like screaming at my golden retriever. I'm thinking she's a golden retriever. She's not a werewolf. Are you kidding me? But uh, we, we got some training in, uh, which is good. You need to take pauses and outings like that and act, actively train. It's not just what I need you for right here. It's okay. Now we're going to work on retrieves. So what had happened is I had dropped my sunglasses because I wasn't wearing them because we were inside and she picked them up and gave them to me. So I've got a tree pouch and I tore open the top of the tree pouch and I dropped that piece and she picked it up and gave it to me a few times. She'd pick up her leash and give it to me a few times. I think I had something else that I'd drop and she'd pick it up and hand it to me. So we were working on that. We did some healing. So again, wheelchair, right? So we did some turning into her, turning away from her, healing and keeping up, healing and turning and stopping. You know, we, we had a lot of fun doing that. At least I think we had a lot of fun doing that. I did. I think she did. Uh, when we were done with that, again, Karen took the escalator up again. I took the elevator, I think. Yeah, I think that's how it was. And uh, and we left and we went over to the seas and we did the, the Nemo ride. Oh my goodness. If you are not good with your wheelchair, do not go into the queue for the Nemo ride. Turn, 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 turn. And then you're finally there. So he had me park the chair. The guy working there. Sorry, my throat's itchy. My ear's itchy and it's weird. Um, he asked if I needed to ride on or if I could transfer. And I said, oh, I can transfer. I said, if you can get the chair to the other end. He said, I don't know how to use that chair. And I said, I can flip it so it's manual and you'll just have to push it. So that's what we did. And so we got on. They slowed it down for us because I figured for Ross that would be good. So they slowed down the, the conveyor belt and we got in and we got to watch it. And then my chair was waiting for us at the end. Um, again, she took the escalator up and then when she was done, took it down. I took the elevator up and that one was smaller on the inside. So I couldn't get in there and turn around. And what I did then is I just pulled in, hit the button behind me. It shut the door. Duh, 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 duh. We go up or we go down. And then whenever it opens, I just go straight out. And then it's just managing Gypsy. So that wasn't as bad. Uh, but we went, we didn't see any dolphins. I think we saw like one baby shark. Um, no sea turtles. But we did see uh, the manatees. They were downstairs playing. So whenever we walked up through it, Gypsy's looking at the fish. Ross is looking at the fish. They thought it was the coolest. Uh, then we go back downstairs. And the two manatees are playing. We must have sat and watched them for 15 or 20 minutes. It was really neat watching them playing and having fun. Uh, and then we left, uh, we got pictures of the Epcot ball on the way out with the banner in front of it because of the construction, because that whole area is under construction. Uh, the only complaint I had is as we were entering, it wasn't the woman, uh, there was a family in front of me and they were having a problem with their passes. So they're, they're stepping off to the side to work with whoever was there with the 
iPad, you know, getting the things worked out. And the guy says something to me and I can't hear what he's saying. It's loud. It's outside. I'm 10 feet away from him. I can hear. So I start forward in the chair and he's like, no, 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 no. I'm thinking, well, then why the heck were you saying something? Like, if nothing, you say like one minute or, or you know, just wait, wait for them one minute. You do something, but you don't start talking to me when I come closer to find out what you're saying. You know, no, 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 no. Because I know they want to keep the distance between people. They do have it on all the cues, on all the lines, on anything that you're going to be waiting at. They have the six-foot markers on, on all of the parks. So that's pretty neat. Uh, we left there last night, I think probably around six-ish or so, six to seven-ish. Uh, we came home, we threw pizzas in because I had an extra gluten-free pizza. So that's what we had for dinner. They had gone to Taco Bell. That's, yeah, my son's birthday was Taco Bell. And he had wanted a red velvet cake. So we had picked him up a red velvet cake. But it wasn't gluten-free. So Karen and I got a chocolate cake. But he got his red velvet cake. Uh, so it was neat. What I like is, um, I like how on top of things Disney was. Disney was cleaner and better than Universal. Um, they've really got this made, and if they keep up with this, I don't see a problem. Now, some of the stores were closed, some of the restaurants were closed, but not all of them. And you might not be able to get to your favorite, but there's going to be something there that works for you. And during a pandemic, too bad, you know, so sad. I loved, loved, loved that there weren't giant crowds. You didn't have to go and blend in with the crowd and then keep going until you meepid your way out of it because you were just part of one big collective now. Uh, while we were waiting for the boat to go across the Epcot Lake, there was a a, a cowboy parade, uh, and it was Minnie and Mickey and Pluto and Goofy. There was no Donald, there was no Chip and Dale, um, and they were at the other one. I guess that's where they were. Uh, but you know, we got to see them from the boat ramp, you know, up on the road there. But it was neat. It's nice that you can still see the characters. I guess they have a princess one and a frozen one as well. How neat is that? I, I would have liked to have seen all of them, but we didn't. We just saw the one. Uh, but you still are seeing characters. You know, you can still kind of get pictures with characters. You just can't get what what we used to get pictures of with characters. Um, and, it, and it happens, you know. So what are you going to do about it? Um, this, is, this is today's world, and this is what you have to do, and this is what you will live with. And, and it works. You know, it's not ideal. It's not what it used to be, but it's what it is. And to be able to be opened, I'll take it. I'll take it any day. And we're probably going to have to get on and, and see when when I'll be back or if Rich and Luke want to go without me here. Um, I don't think so. I think they'll be pretty busy. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. So let me read some comments. And if you guys have any comments or questions about what we did at Disney, why we did at Disney, um, or how we did at Disney. You just write them in the comments so I can answer them. So Joanne says, hello. Hi, Joanne. So we have Allie here. Allie's been doing super. She goes home in a couple days and Mia comes in. Uh, Chloe says, I'm still struggling getting karma used to booty. She'll play fetch with them on like it's nothing and doesn't care. But if we aren't playing fetch, she's like you and doesn't really want treats and just paces around the house. That's your problem, Chloe. So if you're still watching, um, one of the things that we do with booties is they don't just wear them because... Uh, I don't put them on until we are ready to unload from the car. And then I take them off before we head home for the day. Because I don't want them sitting chewing on booties, especially with as much as booties can cost. Uh, so what we do is I gear up the dog fully. Collars, leashes, um, vests or harnesses, all of that stuff go on first. 
The very, very, very last thing that I have to do, I'm ready, the dog's ready, except for the booties. I put the booties on the dog, and as soon as I put the booties on the dog, I say, let's go, and we start walking. And it's that heel at my side at my pace, and a lot of times we'll get the pretty prancy pony walk, and that's okay. Uh, they'll, they'll walk and trot with you for a little bit, and then they'll walk like normal. So giving her the time to pace around the house or to play fetch, you know, she doesn't need all that. Just put them on with her, after all her gears on, just put those on and just go. And she should get used to them pretty quickly. Uh, you can teach your dog, you know, left front, right front, or you can teach your dog front feet and back feet or left side and right side. As you put them on, uh, you know, pedestal might be a good place to put them on uh, for the front feet anyway, but we need to, to just put them on and go. It's the easiest way to do it. But if you put them on and then you have to look for her gear, it's too much time for her to get in her own headspace. And it's better to just gear up. Last thing is the booties and we're out of here. Uh, Daniel says, hi, Victoria. I have been following since I discovered your podcast a month ago, tuning in from Argentina. Hi, Daniel from Argentina. That's awesome. Argentina is a long ways away. Uh, Jennifer says, I got that harness nonsense at the state fair. Yeah, I don't understand it. I mean, I could possibly put Gypsy in a harness, but, you know, I wanted the cooling vest on her. She's a golden retriever. She's, you know, she's warm. I wanted a cooling vest on her. And like I said, I could put patches and stuff on her. I could, I could embroider in heart and soul dog training and hope service dogs on it. But I wanted that for her because it would just be easier. Okay. And then today was our busy catch-up day. Tomorrow we have interviews. We're getting, um, we need new help. Autumn had left. Um, she's been with us for two years, and um, and she was great. Uh, but she is going to college now, so we have interviews tomorrow. Um, we have six spots open, for <clears throat> five of them got filled. We didn't hear back from one, so who knows? Um, but for farm help, and if that goes well, see what happens with uh, you know if they're interested in dog training. But we'd like to start with this. Uh, and, and just see see what happens, you know, because it's not, I've, I've had people who, because it's, it's for farm help, right? And, and here's Vicki's tangent of the day. Uh, looking at some of these resumes and these applications, because we put it up on Facebook, it's the only place we put it, and it's so funny seeing what people put. We have one question that we ask, because they can submit the stuff to us, you know, so we get an idea, and that is, why should we hire you? Or why would you be perfect for this job? You know, one of those. And some people, well, because I want to learn new things. Well, you know, and looking at your your jobs, you don't last more than two or three months at a job, and you've had six of them or seven of them on your on your resume there. You know, you'd like to learn new things, huh? <laughs> um, or, you know, I really want to improve my dog training skills. Well, it's not a dog trainer position. It's a farmhand position, you know. What, how's that benefit me? Um, some people have had a lot of dog, uh, you know, shelter type experience. This isn't for dog training. This is for, um, for, for farm. It's for dealing with the cows and the goats and the chickens, for picking up the dog poop, for cleaning off the dog toys, for cleaning out the crates. It's the stuff that we don't have time for. Uh, so we'd like to hire somebody who can do that. So we can concentrate on the good stuff of making, you know, content for you guys, uh, you know, working with the dogs, you know, getting out to Disney and Universal, uh, breeding puppies, you know, all the fun stuff. Okay, Chloe wrote, 
I had the idea that playing with her outside with them on or taking walks with them on. Yeah, yeah. Fun thing she enjoyed will help her to get used to them and be less anxious seeming. Yep, yep, definitely do that. So you can play outside, uh, especially with her on a leash. Um, and you can definitely go on walks with her, with or without gear on. It's the, you know, and I've had it happen a lot. You know, people will put it on and the dog will, you know, wait, what is this? And chew on it or lick on it or try to get it off. And a lot of times they're laughing or busy getting, you know, a leash or collar. And it's just best to put on and go. Just put on and go. And the narrative that you tell will set your future success or not success up. What do you mean? We want the narrative to be good. We want the narrative to be, uh, you know, Chloe, I know her name's Karma, that Karma loves her booties. She loves to have them on. They protect her feet and she likes to have protected feet. Uh, and, you know, she's awesome. Whenever she wears it, she gets to go places with me. Because what we see happening sometimes is, oh, people tell themselves and tell the dog, oh, she hates these. She hates these. You know you hate these. Remember that you hate these? And it doesn't work that way. Okay. Well, it does work that way. And then your dog hates them more because that's the story that you keep telling. So we want to have good stories. And this isn't just, you know, for karma and the booties. This is for everything. You know, how many times have you said, you know, with my luck, blah, 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 bad things happen. Really? Like, you're going to put that out into the universe? Like, no, how about with my luck, I'm going to hit the lotto tomorrow because I have amazing luck. That's better, right? We, <laughs> we were at one of the IACP conferences a few years ago. We had a booth um, and, and things were just going really good. We got a couple of awards for different things and we had our booth set up and like things were just going really good. And we buy raffle tickets every year because they always sell raffle tickets and it goes to help IACP. So we always buy a bunch of them. And, but we've never won. And I'm sitting there and I knew, I just knew that this year, we were going to win in the raffle. What we're going to win, I have no idea. But I knew, I knew we were going to win. So we're sitting there and I'm telling Rich, I said, if they call our number, this is what I want. Because you go up and you choose from the raffle table, right? And and they just call and they'll call and they'll call. So it, it, they don't call you and then let you go up and choose. Like they call and they want you to like get up there and choose. So I knew what I wanted. And it's funny, it was... Um, a dog laser wrap from uh, Spectra wearable laser wraps, spectratherapy.com, right? I, I have them. I know the owner. He's great now, right? But that's what I really wanted for Arrow because this was a few years ago. I really, really wanted that laser wrap. Plus the laser wrap's about seven or $800 and I think it was the most expensive thing on the table, right? But that's what I really wanted. And I'm seeing some of the people going up and getting, you know, an e-collar and like, look at, I got a $200 e-collar and I'm like, that's a $700 laser wrap up there. And that's what I want. And he's asking me, he goes, what is it that you want? I said, I want the laser wrap. And he's like, what? You know, he didn't know what I was talking about. And he didn't know what it looked like. And they call my number. So I just, I took the thing from him. I went up, I gave it to them. I went, I got my blue bag. I knew that's what I want. And I knew I was going to get it. So sometimes when you put good things out to the universe, good things come back to you, right? Not that, it was because of that, but you know, we want to have good thoughts and we want to have you guys have good thoughts. And especially with, uh, most of, most of the people with service dogs have disabilities. I mean, some of them are fakes, but most of them have disabilities and we want, we want good because we know how bad it is in everyday life. And now I'm getting really dizzy. So I know it's time to go. I see Ruth's on. Hi Ruth. Um, 
I will talk to you guys later. I know we did not do a group class on Saturday because we were at Animal Kingdom and we were going to talk about it on the way home. We were just so tired. And then we hit rain on the way home, I think all three days. So I figured I'd just talk about it tonight and tell you what all we did. Now we will have a group class this Saturday. See, I'm writing it in my book just to let you know. Uh, we will have a group class uh, this Saturday. Okay. So I will see you guys Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here. So make sure you like, you share this, share the stream with people, share the podcast with people, rate the podcast, tell me how awesome it is, uh, and that would be fantastic. Okay, so this is Victoria with Heart and Soul Dog Training. That's so weird to say. And Hope Service Dogs signing off. I'm wishing you you know, like the best in training your dog to always do on cue with heart and soul.